The Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro and CrumbleCookies.com. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Thursday. It is May the 4th of 2023. And I've waited for weeks and weeks to say this, but may the 4th be with you. Kelly, today is Star Wars Day. Lots of people celebrating. I have my young Jedis and Obi-Wans out in the truck. You you have children out in the truck? My young Jedis. A couple of Yodas. Toys? Uh, yes. Oh. No, I used to have a Toyota. It was a forerunner. I loved it. Okay. No, it was great. How long did you work on that? <laughs> 13 seconds. <laughs> so we'll celebrate Star Wars as we go throughout the show this morning, including uh, Kelly, who loves to make fun of me for not knowing Star Wars. We're going to check her Star Wars knowledge this morning. Oh, great. We're going to either check her or wreck her. <laughs> I'm thinking we're going to wreck her. All right. We're going to publicly put you on the spot this morning. Challenge accepted. Also, there's a country music star headed to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, we saw that last year with Dolly Parton, and Dolly basically said, I ain't doing that. I ain't going to do it. And then she said, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> and now she's releasing a rock and roll album. Uh, but another country star headed to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, more on Kevin Costner and Yellowstone and the future of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's talk that Taylor Swift has a new boyfriend already. We'll reveal that news. And our buddy KP... Coming up here and I guess, is it a week or less than a week? Less than a week. Kelly gets to speak to the graduating class of her former high school and win. So, we're going to check in on the status of said speech. Uh-oh. Because, quite frankly, I don't think Kelly's given a speech like this solo since probably school. Uh, ever. Oh, gosh. Not like this. The pressure is on. Mm-hmm. How is she doing? She'll practice it live on the air this morning. No, I will not. You don't think so? No. May the force be with me. Wait. Yes. Fourth. May the force. Oh, yes. That as well. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hey, it's kind of crazy the news that's out on Maria Menunos. Yes. So Maria Menunos, I first saw her on Access Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? Dang. She's beautiful, but she's always been very natural. And it seems like that those kind of jobs and interviewing people came so easy to her. No, yeah, she was great at that stuff. And uh, it's really wild when you follow like the trajectory of her career, right? Because she was Access Hollywood. She was on Dancing with the Stars. And, you know, she's filled in for Kelly Ripa on uh, Live with Kelly and Ryan. Mm -hmm. Like she's hyper talented, has podcasts, is a big WWE fan, a lifelong WWE fan, a huge Huge fan of the American dream, the the Rhodes baby. Uh-huh. Get funky like a monkey. Maria Menunos was actually, she wrestled, I think it was at SummerSlam. She did the Dusty Rhodes Hard Times promo at the Hall of Fame. Like, I'm a fan. Yeah. Uh, and we've kind of followed this. Like, there's been uh, one setback and one hurdle mm-hmm. after another. If you remember, there was a, a number of years ago, her mother started battling, um, you know, brain cancer. And we followed that story of trying to get her better. And then all of a sudden, Maria ends up with the brain tumor and her and her mom are going through brain surgeries around the same time. And it was really like, what's happening? Right. What are the chances? And then we figure out that they're trying to do this deal where she wants to be a mother. She wants to get pregnant. But she kind of struggled with that whole thing and trying to get pregnant. 
She just revealed the fact that they're carrying a baby via surrogate, a big celebration. Everybody was happy. And and there's a deal in People Magazine where Maria Menounos is now talking about just now going through a battle with pancreatic cancer. I mean, goodness. And you're going, I mean, how much can you throw right. at one person? And the fact that she is staying so strong and even more more crazy than that, she stays so positive. Right. That's the thing. Like, she's always just handled it with grace. I'd be freaking out all the things that she's had to go through and the fact that she, like, if you just follow her on social media and you haven't heard these stories, you wouldn't know she mm-hmm. was going through this. So they said they removed a tumor from her pancreas right by her spleen. It was a fibroid tumor. They had to remove like 17 lymph nodes as well, which is really wild. She says there was a point after they announced a pregnancy when she realized she was diagnosed with cancer where she thought, oh, my gosh, we're finally pregnant. We're finally about to have a baby and I'm about to die. How wild is that? And the fact that she went through, they removed that, and she's doing okay. I can't wait to hear what they name the baby, because I bet it'll be something really, really, I don't know, that means something to them. Like hope. Mm-hmm. Something. Miracle. Grace yeah. or miracle or something like that. Anyway, I had the chance to uh, interview Maria randomly one day. She was promoting a TV show called Chasing Maria. It was a reality show based on her life. And we tweeted her on social media, and she had just woke up and said, hey, I'll call in. And I thought there's no way this is going to be the real Maria Menounos, but Kelly, it was. She was super nice. I found the audio. This is like almost 10 years ago. This is Maria Menounos calling into a previous version of uh, my morning show way back in the day when I was down the hall. Good morning, Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergaro here. This has to be a joke, right? No, I literally just woke up and saw the tweets and I'm like, I'm going to call in. <laughs> this is maybe the craziest thing we've ever had on the radio show, Lord. No kidding. A little bit. How are you guys? You know what's kind of crazy about today? Today is Woman Crush Wednesday. Is oh, that right? Oh, yes, gosh. It is. I forgot I was doing Woman Crush Wednesday That's that day, too. That is really, that makes it even worse. She's the only, you've been doing this for like years and years and years. She's the only one that responded to your Woman Crush no, Wednesday. No, no, Jenna Kramer. Uh uh-uh. uh, yeah, yeah. How about that, honk honk? After like five years. How about that, honk? When she finally realized you weren't some kind of like serial killer. How about Trish Stratus, honk? I paid her. Not exactly sure why I'm honking. I don't either. What but, is the goose thing? But like for real though, Maria Menunos, she's a trooper, she's a yes. fighter, she's brave. A shout out to her today. You can follow that story and read more about it in the current issue of People Magazine. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. It's time to celebrate. It's time for an Arkansas's morning show. High five. High five. Hey, a big high five goes out today to Guy Fietti and the Guy Fietti Foundation. You know Guy, he's the guy on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Yeah, you want his job. I want his job. I want to be his best friend. So Guy Fietti and his two kids, Hunter and Ryder, they went to this special Olympics event at the Windsor High School in Northern California. And while they were there, they decided to feed about 575 athletes and volunteers. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine the expense of feeding that many people? So they say Guy had showed up before and uh, went to their culinary program and taught the kids how to make Mexican rice and beans at this charitable event. And he saw the Special Olympics were doing an event there, and he decided to go back with his kids and feed everybody. So 
the Guy Fieri Foundation has done some really cool stuff. Like back in 2020 when the pandemic was going on, they went out and served 1,200 first responders and healthcare workers at the hospital in California. They fed all of them food. And then at the same time, he had this National Restaurant Association Education Foundation fund that was going on. And he gave one-time grants to workers impacted by the pandemic. You know, people displaced because their places were closed down. Those grants were $500. So even though we see Guy Fieri on TV traveling the entire country and the entire world eating this food, he goes out on his own time and does some really cool stuff. So here's to you, Guy Fieri. It's an Arkansas's morning show. High five! High five! And today's high five is powered by Right Fiber from Ritter Communications. It's the right speed at the right price right now. And you can check the availability in your area when you go to rightfiber.com. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, doing it big on a Thursday morning. It is May the 4th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. So we have Country Music News today on the next inductee into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And this guy's coming to the Rock and Roll Hall from Country Congratulations to the 90-year-old himself. Congratulations, Willie Nelson. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. So Willie Nelson's going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. Also being inducted is Kennett, Missouri's own Cheryl Crow. Also going into the Rock and Roll Hall, Mrs. Cha-Cha herself. Missy Elliott. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. It's your primitive way so Stranger Things brought back this song, Running Up That Hill, and that means now they brought back Kate Bush, and now Kate Bush is being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And welcome to the hall, George Michael. They're all going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The induction ceremony takes place on Friday, November the 3rd at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. We have country music news today on Miranda Lambert. I'm going home, my shotgun, wait by the door and buy a cigarette. Miranda says she was just 16 years old when she started talking about doing music for a living, and her mom gave her a great piece of advice. She said, you have to know who you are, and you have to stick with it and not sway. Mm-hmm. Miranda said that she's really trusted her gut her whole career, and she's worked hard to get where she is now, and that she wants to pay it forward and be an example. Miranda says, quote, I want to make sure I kick the doors open for other girls, especially because my career wasn't conventional. I've had to find my own way, and I hope that I open the door for some other girls. It's not a competition. It's a sisterhood. Mm-hmm. It's been hard, but it's paid off. So wise words from Miranda Lambert. And country music news today on Hardy. So Hardy's album called The Mockingbird and the Crow is kind of like half country and half rock. And Hardy has revealed his next radio single. The song going to radio next is Truck Bed. I woke up on the wrong side of the truck bed this morning with a bone drop on a love jack. I was born in. Then she got some 
Vince Hardy's next radio single. It's called Truck Bed. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. Brandon Baxter in the morning. As always, the podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. If you're looking for a great treat for yourself, for your family, for your friends, for your office, uh, Crumble Cookies is one of those great deals. They've been open almost a year mm-hmm. already in Jonesboro. We were there when they first opened. Uh, they do so many different events, too. So if you're thinking about high school graduations yep. coming up, if you're thinking about end-of-the-year parties, if you're thinking about what you can take to your clients, think Crumble Cookies. And on the menu this week, they have the Dulce de Leche, a beautifully spiced cinnamon cookie smothered in layers of creamy Dulce de Leche caramel and frosting. There's also the Buckeye Brownie. This is a decadent treat with layers of chocolate brownie. They also have the Buckeye peanut butter and a smothering of melted semi-sweet chocolate. How about the maple oatmeal? This is new. Like a warm bowl of oatmeal, a soft cinnamon maple cookie topped with a maple glaze and a generous sprinkle of oat streusel. They also have the cake batter. This is a trifecta of cake batter goodness. So they have a swirl of cake batter cream cheese frosting on top and then mini cake batter balls on top as well. It's the cake batter this week at Crumble. Also on the menu this week, the classic pink sugar, all-time favorite vanilla sugar cookie topped with a perfect pink swoop of real almond frosting. And what about the classic, the milk chocolate chip? You can't go wrong when you have that one. It's thick, it's soft, and it's packed with tons of milk chocolate chips. Check out Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. You can download their app from the App Store. Just search Crumble Cookies or check them out online. You can order online and save yourself some time at crumblecookies.com. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. It's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Arkansas's Morning Show. Did you know the first Sega has the longest lifespan of any video game console? The Sega Master System came out in 1986, and it's still being produced in Brazil by a company that bought the rights. They even make new games for it. You know what? That's proof right there that you got to love the Brazilians. I think that's amazing. Okay. That they've kept the lineage alive and they yeah. continue to develop. All right. Here's to you, Brazilians. Did you know? What? The strands of hair on the head of Donald Trump's wax replica <laughs> at Madame Tussauds are a, uh, is it Tussauds? Yeah, that's right. Uh, are a mix of human hair and yak hair. That's not true. For his eyebrows, no. they use squirrel hair. That's not true. That can't be true. Squirrel hair. That can't be true. And did you know, Queen's original title for the song we all know so well started off as the Cowboy Song. What? The song, Bohemian Rhapsody. I see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the bandango? Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening me. Galileo! 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 The cowboy song. I would have never thought that. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. It is me, Yoda, on Star Wars Day. I've never heard Yoda with that type of dialect. What does Yoda say? What does he sound like? I forget. Mm. That's what I was doing. That is not even close to what you were doing. Yoda. 
My name is. See, that's what, yeah, I forgot the whole he says things backwards like he's on Jeopardy. Yeah. That's where they got the whole show from. Did you know that, Alex? I did not know that. Alex Trebek said that at one point. Hey, I have some more Star Wars fun facts you might not have known. Can I hit you with some? Hit me. All right. So, George Lucas, who's the guy behind Star Wars, the creator of Star Wars, they say that basically he had this idea for this movie. He wanted it to be like a space drama, like a Western in space. And people were like, I don't really know about this. I don't know if it's going to work. They say he took this to uh, United Artists, Disney, and Universal. They all said, no, we're not going to touch it. And then 20th Century Fox said, hey, we'll give it a shot. We'll see if this can work. And here we are, 45 years later, 12 wow. movies later, later and uh, Star Wars has earned over $10 billion. <laughs> all missed out on by United Artists, Disney, and Universal. Isn't that crazy? Gosh. They didn't see the vision. They didn't mm-hmm. get it. So, I don't think I would have either. No, we're going to be in space, and there's going to be all these crazy characters around. And back in the art, like the late 70s, early 80s, that yeah. was so, I don't know. It is pretty weird, right? I think the first one was, was it around like 77, 76, 77? I think so. Mm-hmm. But so he was probably pitching the idea in like 74, 75. Right. Anyway, it's pretty wild. They say Darth Vader almost didn't sound like he did. They initially had gone after the author and director Orson Welles to voice Darth Vader. Really? Yeah. So now we have, what does it sound like? Give me some Darth. Are you talking about like the breathing or? What does he say though? He, does he say the Luke? I am not Luke. your father. It's it's the dude from uh, it's it's oh it's what's his name that plays him. You know his name. He's the guy that always says the stuff. Adam Sandler, James Earl Jones. Yes. Is that who it is? I think so. Yes. That's it. On my, yes, that's okay. who it is. You think so? Okay. So how did I randomly get that one? I don't know. I must have heard that somewhere. They say the opening credits, the opening crawl, was actually a big piece of paper. So we've seen the, the scroll, right? So back then they didn't have CGI where they could just put that over the front of the screen. So they took this six-foot-long piece of black paper and put yellow text over it. And the reason it looks like it's moving is because they moved the camera down oh the scroll. My it looked like the text was moving, yeah. but really it was the camera moving. I thought that was kind of crazy. Uh, so Mark Hamill is famous for playing Luke Skywalker. Did you realize that Robert England originally they considered him to be Luke Skywalker? Which would have been different because Robert England went on to become Freddy Krueger. Man, he went down a different path. Can you picture Freddy Krueger? That guy, Robert England? No, I think he'd be scary as a Jedi. And see, that's what I'm thinking too. They say Han Solo, which was played by Harrison Ford, right? Yes. So there were a lot of people they were sending the script to. They sent the script to Burt Reynolds, to Jack Nicholson, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, and James Caan. They didn't really jump on it, but the people who auditioned for Han Solo were Kurt Russell, Christopher Walken, without the cowbell, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, John Travolta, Chevy Chase, and James Woods. They all auditioned and didn't get it. I see that. I see I see all of them kind of with that saunter, you know, confidence, you know. Can you imagine if Han Solo was Sylvester Stallone? Yo, Lukey! Hey, come on up in here. Forgive your father. Yeah, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> be kind of interesting, right? Yeah. They say R2-D2 had uh, initially was going to speak. It wasn't going to be the beeps. And then as they were going back and like rechecking it, they thought that maybe the verbiage didn't match up with what the character was supposed to be. And they took the verbiage out of the movie on the cutting room floor. I didn't know that. 
Yeah, they say the original title of Star Wars was not going to be Star Wars Return of the Whatever, whatever it was. I don't know. But they say the original title was going to be Adventures of the Star Killer, as taken from the Journal of the Wills, Saga 1, The Star Wars. I'm, I'm glad that they just went with Star Wars. And they looked at that lengthy title and thought, maybe this doesn't play out so well. And you heard me say the words uh, Star Killer. Luke's original last name was not going to be Skywalker. It was going to be Star Killer. Luke Star Killer. Wow. Okay. In Star Wars. And they say they started to uh, think about this and thought there might be negative connotations because of the association with Charles Manson. If you remember, he was oh. uh, the guy who was, mm-hmm. did all those murders mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So they changed the name from Luke Star Killer to Luke Skywalker. Wow. Okay. It's kind of interesting, yeah. right? All things maybe you didn't know on Star Wars Day. And of course, today of all days, May the 4th be with you. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. You know how thieves might threaten an employee at a store saying something like, give me all the money in the drawer or else. And then the el- the or else always seems like something's going to happen that's really bad. Well, in this case, the or else meant she was just going to start shopping again. Get this. A woman in Texas named Brandy Ackerman walked up to a grocery store clerk, pulled a knife out of her jacket, and she demanded that the clerk open the cash register, but the clerk refused. So Brandy put the knife in her back jacket and said, I was just kidding anyway. And then she went back to shopping. Well, she later paid for the items and left. Brandy was gone when the police showed up, but they later caught her and charged her with aggravated robbery. She's being held in jail on a hundred and fifty thousand dollar bond, but she says it was she was just kidding. It was a joke. Oh, she's so funny. She plays like that. Yeah. Speaking of trying to rob a grocery store, scientists say to eat before you go into a grocery store so you don't buy as much. But Brandon, you were telling me that it doesn't work in a liquor store. Oh, Kelly, what? That is too far. And there's even more proof. Too far. That people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Well, there's a rumor out today that Taylor Swift has a boyfriend. Hmm. And like we're just uh, a couple of weeks you know, after hearing that she split from Joe Alwyn. And I didn't realize that Taylor and Joe Alwyn had been together for like six years. Yeah, and she kind of keep kept that relationship really private. Yeah. Well, I think she had been through so much drama. And mm-hmm. I guess he, I wonder if he wanted to keep it private too. Maybe. Even though we all knew they just really didn't do stuff together. Mm-hmm. I thought that was probably going to be the key to the relationship okay. working. Is that they really didn't spend a ton of time together. <laughs> Kelly was telling me absence I makes a heart grow fonder. I did not say any of that. Isn't you that what you said? all of this stuff on your own. Kelly said that. You were saying that if you had more money, you would buy two houses. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> My house and my bachelor pad. Oh, okay. Dude, no. Me as a bachelor would be so much fun. You know how much fun that'd be? Girls beating down the door to watch 80s wrestling. Oh, my gosh. You would not be able to control it. I would be exhausted. <laughs> I'm just telling you, if I ever said, hey, a bachelor pad is open, uh-huh. it's going to be like trying to get tickets to a Taylor Stadium uh, show, of man. Of course it is. People lined up. It's going to be more like a Morgan Wallen where you cancel, though. Okay. <laughs> He's scared. <laughs> so the rumor is, is that Taylor Swift is uh, madly in love with the lead singer of the band, the 1975. 
Matthew Healy. So the story is, is that she met Matt back in 2014 and I remember them kind of working together and she was supporting their music. Like I remember that. So every time I think about the 1975, for whatever reason, I think about Taylor Swift every single time. Interesting. So it makes you wonder if there's always been some type of spark, but like it wasn't going to work out until now. So it's Taylor Swift, who you know from this. Is she the problem for Matthew Healy of the 1975? But again, the, the, the quotations are around the words madly in love. Oh. Like maybe it's always been there, though. Yeah, listen, I'd tell him to go for it. If you could handle a whole album being written about you and you, you've got thick skin, go for it. Yeah, he's known her for so long. But at the same time, when you've known somebody for that long, does that mess up everything? It could. Or has there always been that spark and it just hasn't been the right time? I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Hey, there's also news out today on Kevin Costner in Yellowstone. There's been all these rumors that season five was going to be the end of Yellowstone for Kevin Costner. Yeah. So and there's been rumors that there's this battle between the co-creator of the show, Taylor Sheridan, and Kevin Costner. Who's going to win the co-creator or... The megastar. And I hear it's getting kind of sticky. That's what I'm hearing as well. Because Kevin Costner is now going through a divorce. Yeah. Uh, They say he was completely blindsided. His wife, Christine Baumgartner, came in and basically filed for divorce. Uh, So he is 68. She's 49. They say it completely caught him off guard. He's devastated by this. At the same time, there's drama on the set of Yellowstone. Yeah, they say they've been married for 18 years. So they've been together for a minute. Uh, Also, and this is just an alleged thing, but there is talk uh, out there that there's some type of uh, pregnancy on the set. And it's. Huh? uh Uh-huh. That there's somebody pregnant that's not like it's not a TV pregnancy. Maybe it wasn't a planned pregnancy. Um, and there's some rumblings that there oh. could be some drama going on. I've heard that from two different, you know, kind of like the gossip podcasters. And typically these people always are kind of like, uh. Oh, they kind of get it right. Yeah. Yeah. Because they know someone that either works in the system, you know, something. So so they're just trying to draw, come to the conclusion. Of, and I oh. love Kevin Costner. And I'm not saying anything has happened, but there, I think there's something else going on other than just, um, y'all, y'all aren't giving me enough money or I'm tired yeah. or I'm going through a divorce. I just think there's might be more to it. All right, so mark this date down. It's May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Kelly has claimed that there's um, some stuff going on behind the scenes. May the 4th be with Kevin Costner. You know, he does come to Arkansas to hunt. As a matter of fact, I heard he was out on a tractor this morning with Stan Jones at the Stan Jones Mallory. Really? Lodge. That's just what I heard. It's an unsubstantiated rumor at this point. <laughs> but it's, I did hear that. It's a legend. It's a legend. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, happy yeah. birthday to you. Happy ah, birthday. Here. Happy birthday. Oh, happy right. birthday to you. For well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Thursday, May the 4th of 2023. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Lacey Harris of Jonesboro, who celebrates today. Riley Anders 
of Centerville turns 17. Happy birthday from your family. Uh, Fred Reinhardt of Rogers. Happy birthday. Kenzie Jordan of Truman celebrates today. Christine Martineau, who's from Jacksonville, is celebrating. Audrey King of Jonesboro has a birthday today. Alyssa Ishmael of Jonesboro is celebrating today, as is Hannah Johnson Cook, who's from Wynn, who celebrates as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Happy birthday today to a country singer who got her start on Team Blake on The Voice. Her name is Ray Lynn, and she's 29 today. Happy birthday. So God made girls, God made girls. He stood back and told the boys about the rock If I say tell me your memory of me and Ray Lynn, what do you think about? I think about how your wife was going to go backstage and fight her <laughs> because of the way she posed with you on a picture. Yeah, she's pretty close. And I think she was trying to kiss me. She was duck lipsing you and yeah, really in my face. close. Yeah. She's in my face. I wonder if I can still find that. I'll send it to my wife when she wakes up. I It'll be the first should. thing she sees this uh-huh. morning. She was really happy with that. Yeah. Happy birthday to Ray Lynn, who turns 29 today. Happy birthday to Lance Bass. He's 44, of course, from NSYNC. Lance Bass, 44. Happy birthday to Erin Andrews. She's 45. Of course, she was on Dancing with the Stars and co-host of Fox Sports and NFL Sideline Reporter. Yeah. Happy birthday to Will Arnett. He's 53. He was on Arrested Development. He's also on the podcast Smartless. Happy birthday to Lynn Spears. She's 68. Of course, that's Brittany's mom. So happy, happy birthday. birthday to Lynn Spears. Happy birthday today to Mick Mars. He's 72 from Motley Crue. And you also know Motley Crue for this song right here. He's the one that makes you feel. He's the one they call. And he's gonna be your Frankenstein. Doctor Shane's Bites. Doctor Shane's Bites. Doctor Shane's Bites. Happy birthday to Mick Mars of Motley Crue, who turned 72. Oh, and Brandon, today, celebrating his birthday. Happy birthday to Randy Travis, Aww. who is 64. But on the other hand, there's a golden band. Randy Travis celebrates his birthday today. Our love is deeper than the holler, stronger than the river. Randy Travis turning 64 today. I told you so. Oh, I told you so. I told you someday you'd come crawling back and asking me to take you in. Happy birthday to the legendary Randy Travis. Oh, baby, I'm gonna love you forever. Forever and ever, amen. 
there's old women sit and talk about old men. If you wonder how long I'll be faithful, I'll be happy to tell you again. I'm gonna love you forever and ever, forever and ever. Amen. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend Randy Travis. Who turned 64 today. Happy birthday, Randy. Hope you have a good Today in Pop Culture on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right, today is May the 4th, and today in Pop Culture in 1968. It was a great day for food. It was on this day in 1968 that McDonald's introduced the Big Mac. All right. Dun, dun, dun. There's something about the sauce. There is something about the Big Mac in general. Yeah. Like when the bread is soft and the meat is juicy and you have the lettuce and then you have that Big Mac sauce. I could eat like if somebody brought me three, I could eat three back to back this morning. If you heard Brandon Baxter, we will have him. We will challenge you three Big Macs in a row. Please bring them by. I think I could do it. Do you think you could do it? No. No. Could you eat one? No. You couldn't eat one whole Big Mac? Do you want me to give a confession? You've never had one? <laughs> no, I can tell by the look on your face. Because what do I order if I go to McDonald's? You tell me. You already know. No, you tell me. The fish of filet. The fish of filet, which is not filet what of fish. There you go. <laughs> but I call it the fish of filet, and they're, and they're always like, I'm sorry? I'd like the fish of filet, please. <laughs> a fish of what? Fish of filet. <laughs> Get some sweet tea with that. Get some extra salt. The fish of filet. Did you make my French fries extra crispy? <laughs> oh, man. You've never had a Big Mac? Mm-mm. What is wrong with you? Isn't there a piece of bread? Are you the only bread? person? On. Isn't there a piece of bread in the middle of meats? It's a different style. What of, is that? It's a What's different piece of bread. That? It's a thinner, softer piece of bread. It's middle bread. I don't want to have to, to have to cut a hamburger because it's so big. You don't have to do that. I'm telling you, it's amazing. I want one now. I'm about to leave. Y'all, he said three. I can eat three. You heard it here. Back to back. Three back to back. <laughs> Some of y'all know where we are. Let's get it done. <laughs> don't set me up. Okay, so that's 1968, the debut of the Big Mac. Uh, today in pop culture in 1999, Jennifer Lopez put out her first single which went on to become a number one hit that song is this Today in pop culture, also in 1999, Tim McGraw released an album called A Place in the Sun. It was his fifth album. It featured singles and songs like this. Album A Place in the Sun also featured this. My next 30 years, I'm gonna settle all the scores. Oh, yeah. Cry a little less. Okay. And laugh a little more. Find a world of happiness without the hate and fear. Figure out just what I'm doing here. 
also on the album. You're more than a lover. There can never be another. Make me feel the These were all number ones off of that album, and that includes this I one. Had a barbecue stain on my white t-shirt. She was killing me in that mini skirt. Oh yeah. Skipping rocks on the river by the railroad tracks. She had a suntan line and red lipstick I worked so hard for that first kiss And a heart don't forget something like that Today is May the 4th And that is Today in Pop Culture Brandon Baxter in the morning Today of all days is a day to celebrate the legendary movie of Star Wars Everyone, please stand What if they're driving? Imagine you're standing. <laughs> so may the fourth be with you. You're going to hear that. You're going to see that all day today. We started that trend. Well, um, own just own it. Just pretend like we did. Uh, anyway, so uh, I thought because Kelly often makes fun of me for not really knowing movies. And at all. I've seen a few movies, including a few of the Star Wars movies. I have. So I think there's 12 of them. I think I've seen two. I saw Return of the Jedi, uh-huh. which was 83 or 84. I believe I took, or my grandfather took me to the theater to see that with my cousin Dustin. And then I went to the theater to see the one with that little cute Jar Jar Binks. That was a little later on. Yeah, it was like, what, in the 2000s, early 2000s? Yeah, it was way later on. I liked Jar Jar. Most people weren't that big of fans of Jar Jar Binks, but I thought he added a great... Just a great, uh, you know, he was humorous and Of course, you, you liked the, the CGI character. Oh, do you believe some of the other ones? I'm just saying. Like, what is it, 3CPO? You believe that? You believe that's a really a thing? It is. 3CPO? There, there was a man in 3CPO. No, there wasn't a man in 3CPO. Yes, there was, Brandon. In the metal? You just fell for it. Okay. What about yoga? You think there's really somebody in yoga? If you call him yoga one more time, it's yo-da. We're going to take you to the sixth lord right now. Whatever that means. I don't know what that means. Kelly's about to play some Star Wars trivia, and we're going to see if she can get these right or wrong. All and right? I am. I will preface oh. this by saying I am a fan. I'm but a fan. I'm a know-it-all. No, I was about to say I am not like a nerd fan with Star Wars, but oh, I'll now try. you're calling people nerds? <sighs> Y'all know what I mean. He's trying to point this around on me because he knows he doesn't know any of the answers. I know the answers. I know the answers. I made up the questions. Oh, you made up the questions. This should be fine. I could get a 100 on this. <laughs> Y'all, he asked me this morning if it was Dan Aykroyd that played Han Solo. Right. Yeah. All right, Kelly, question number one. You want to do You want to do uh, four of seven. Let's do that. Okay. It's a best of seven series. Kelly has to get four of the seven correct. And I'm going to keep track of the ones I do get right because I don't feel like you. Why would... are you writing down seven already? One, two, three, four, five. I know I'm going to circle the ones I get right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's the way my mind works. Let me do it. We'll just see. And then if you get them right, if you get to the point where it looks like you're going to win, I'll change the game. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, question number one. Who was the creator of Star Wars? George Lucas. Is it George Lucas? That is correct. I thought it was Steven Spielberg. I think they're buddies. But was he he not created? Was was he then? 
What did he ever do? Director or something? Oh, he directed it? I don't know if he directed it, but he was like the Indiana Jones guy. and um, E.T., right? Yeah. I've seen E.T. All right, so Kelly has one correct. Let's move on to question number two. Kelly, what year did the first Star Wars movie come out? I think it was our birth year, 1977. Was it 1977? Man, All right. killing it. Yeah, but these are easy ones. Uh, question number three, Kelly. What species is Chewbacca? Chewbacca is a Wookiee. Is Chewbacca a Wookiee? All right. I can't do a good Chewie. No, he doesn't have much experience. He is nothing but a Wookiee. Okay. I can't stand you. Y'all, he's so proud of himself. Next question. Give me just a second. I'm trying trying to gather my thoughts. What color, Kelly, what color was Yoda's lightsaber? Green. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yes, green. Was it green? All right. Okay. We're already at four. You want to keep going, though, just to yes, see? Yes, because you keep saying that I'm a know-it-all and being mean. I mean, if I guess I'll show proof. Kelly, who did Anakin Skywalker grow up to be? Well, he loved Padme, and he was um, mar- and he ended up becoming Darth Vader. Did he become Darth Vader? <laughs> All right, so far you're he five. He made some bad five. choices, Brandon. He did? Yeah. Suck him. Uh, let's see here. Kelly, who is Luke and Lay's... No. Leia. <clears throat> That's what I was going to say, but I just I, I had a frog in my throat. Who was Luke and Princess Leia's father? Darth Vader. Is it Darth Vader? <laughs> yes. All right. So, so far, she is six for six. You're actually pretty good at this. Thanks. Who is the famous mentor of Luke Skywalker? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Is it Obi-Wan Kenobi? Seven of seven. Everyone, please stand with me if you got all answers right. We're not done. I got more. Who built 3CPO? C3PO? Huh? Who built C3PO? No, who built 3CPO? Are you saying C3PO built 3CPO? No, that's not what I'm saying. Is that what you just said? No. Who built Uh, 3CPO? Oh, was it, I don't know who built him, Lando? Was it Lando? R2-D2. Was it, was it, pick one. R2-D2. Was it R2-D2? Oh, man. Who was it? The actual creator, the builder, was Anakin Skywalker, and because of that, Kelly has lost the game. (laughs) You're such an idiot. (laughs) Brandon Baxter in the morning. It's about that time where a lot of people are wrapping up their school year. Seniors are preparing to make the walk across the stage and grab that diploma and graduations right around the corner. For a lot of parents, that's hyper-emotional. I remember you as a year ago, right? A year ago yesterday is when my son graduated high school. She was boohooing and all that kind of stuff. I <laughs> was. He was boohooing and all that kind of stuff as well. You remember that? No, I don't. Crybaby himself. I think you cried, Brandon. Like Wasn't that the baby. first graduation you had ever been to in your life? 
Well, I didn't attend mine. I did graduate, contrary to popular Are belief. Are you sure? Yeah, I think okay. so. I don't remember. Uh, but anyway, Kelly has been asked to speak at her alma mater. Yes. And this should be one heck of an adventure. I've actually set up a live stream. We're going to watch this live on my fans account. Did you know I have a fans account? Uh, you know, I had heard that, but I wasn't sure. But thank you for uh, clarifying that. I'm only going to allow my fans uh-uh. to join me on my account. Okay. But... Um, Yes, you can pay to subscribe and watch Kelly speak at Wynn High School. Yeah, so I'm headed back to my alma mater, and uh, basically I get to speak to uh, the really smart kids. So I'm kind of curious why they're asking me. Maybe it's more of like a, a funny comedy show. Yes, one of these things is not like the other. Yeah, but it's for the Letter W Scholarship Award winner. So it's for students that are smart and yeah. they're getting all these scholarships and they've made it to a certain level because they've kicked butt, you know. So I'm the one that gets to, to kind of address them and really, I guess, just to encourage them, celebrate them, honor mm-hmm. them um, and tell them they've got a lot of stuff to look forward to. So when when they were initially asking Kelly about this, I saw the the look of panic on her face because this is something that even for, you know, people who speak for a living, this is a little outside of the norm, outside of the comfort zone for a lot of people. I mean, because you take this, you can't just be a goofball. Yeah. Like you have to have something good. And I'm from Wynn, but I don't I don't know. There might be a few people that I'll know in that in that room, but I may not know very many people. But I am from there, and that's kind of where my lineage is from. My dad was born and raised there. My mom was a teacher there. I was a teacher there. I came back after graduating college, and I taught there and coached there. So, um, I, you know, it has you a very like special kind of place in my heart. A part of the school district? You're a big part of the district? I don't feel like I'm part of the district. Uh, but I do have a lot of friends and loved ones that teach in that district. You got your speech? You have it written out? I don't have it written out all the way, but I have bullet points on some of the stuff that I want to say. But that's where I need other people's help. I'm going to need some help. You don't need somebody else to write your speech? No, like I'm making the final touches. I don't need anyone to write it. Trust me, I've got plenty to say. Let me see. <laughs> How long do you have? Uh, 15 to 20 minutes. Good grief. Uninterrupted? I'm going to push 45, though. 15 to 20 minutes uninterrupted? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, do you think because I should you, leave some time for questions at the end? Uh, yeah. Like, what the heck are you doing here? <laughs> Who are you again? <laughs> no, that's like that's a lot of time. You realize that's a lot of time, right? Yeah. Because I don't think you can really... It's going to be you speaking. Well, a lot of what I'm doing, I tell through story. And so a lot of, a lot of my life and, uh, I don't know, my speech and encouragement will come through stories of things that I've been through. I got a, I got a good opening line. This is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there, tell you how I became the queen of a town called Wynn, Arkansas. Yeah, something like that. Start <laughs> with that. Start I with don't something catchy. S- you got to start with something catchy. I don't right want to plagiarize the no, Fresh can, Prince of Bel-Air. Little changes. Okay. But anyway, this is where I need everyone's help. Okay. I want to know if you were in a time machine and you could go back your 18-year-old self with what you know now, mm-hmm. what would you tell yourself? You would have like 30 seconds to talk to yourself. Oof, golly. What would you say? And I want to know just mm. basically, mm. you know, what would you say? God, that's tough. Because I was a disaster at the age of 18. I thought I had it figured out, but I didn't. You want to hear some of the things that I'm going to go over? 
that yeah, I think what, that I want help with. Okay, go ahead. Do something in your life that scares you, which okay. for me, getting up in front of these people and doing a speech about my life, mm-hmm. uh, scared to death. Mm-hmm. So there's one. Um, it's okay to not know what you want to do yet. Because I think when we were 18, we were like, you need to go do this, do this, do this, do this. And a lot of us were like, I don't, I don't even know what I want to do yet. And it's okay. And that's normal to feel like that. Mm-hmm. Um, people change and you will change. Mm-hmm. That's good. And uh, people you love will disappoint you, but you'll also disappoint. And then mm-hmm. some of the best times of your life haven't even happened yet. Right. <clears throat> Those are good. Yeah. And I've got some other more. things, but I hmm. want to know. Hey, what's that advice that um, that you would give? And if you can, you can DM me or I want them public. I yeah, want to see them. We'll see. I do too. But I like, if you're kind of one of those that's like, I want to be anonymous, or you know, you just don't want it. That's fine too. Um, but I would love to know what y'all think and see if it's some of if we're all kind of the same. Um, what you think? So I have. Here's what I would think. I, I the couple the first things. There's two things that came to my mind immediately. Stop worrying. Because I was a worrier, mm-hmm. and I worried what everybody thought all the time. That's the main thing. Yeah. So stop worrying because it doesn't matter. Put that down. It don't matter. I'm not going to say that. I think you should say it just like that. It Bra- don't matter. From Brandon Baxter. Yeah. Live your life. Yes. You just like Rihanna to- and T.I., you got to live your life. You, you're really maybe you should go and just do a bunch of song lyrics. And also talk to girls. Okay. Don't be scared of the girls. Don't be scared of them. Could you give me a list of your advice? Talk to girls. Okay. Don't worry. Talk to your crush. It's fine. Live your life. And it don't matter. Is this stuff that you do now? I'm still working on myself. (laughs) Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hello, my little Yodas and three CPOs and... D2R2s or whatever you are. You can say Jedis. And you little mind Jedis. Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> I've been reflecting on Star Wars today because, you know, we're seeing tons of stuff. And there's so many people who are such diehard Star Wars fans. You know, they love, you know, Captain Picard and stuff like that. Don't. Just don't. I'm not even a Star Trek fan and I know what you're doing. What? I've seen two of the movies. Actually, I have my picture with, uh, what is it, two, D2R2? I, I met him at... Uh, R2-D2. That's what I said. I met him at a convention. You didn't meet him. You posed with something that looked like him. It's him. Okay. I was told it was movie used. Just rolling around in Memphis. Is that what you believed when you were four? No, I was older than that. It was like 2015 when I met him. I'm going to try to find it. Okay. D2R2. Let me try it. Quit saying that. Uh, so I was thinking about like, I, you know, like there was a point in time where they put all those Star Wars toys out. You remember that? Yes. My was, brother had all of them in a uh, fishing tackle box. It was probably after Return of the Jedi, right? How old's your brother? He's uh, three years younger than me. So he'd have been born the same age. Uh, he's So he's my brother and sister's age. 79. He was, he was in 79? Yeah. Okay. So, but by 84, he was probably collecting those toys. I bet they're those yes. toys. Mm-hmm. And they put some back out recently. Uh, but, you know, forever, those things were like major collector's items. And I wonder if I was a tad bit of a poser because I'd only seen that one movie and then I bought the toys. And I really bought the toys because everybody else was buying the toys. Haven't you kind of always done that? What? 
bought, in, bought things that everyone else was buying, regardless if you liked it or not? Well, I wanted to have it. Like when I collected Donruss and Fleer in 87, the baseball cards, and had a poster on my wall. There was like Kerry Von Erich, Kevin Von Erich, Mark McGuire, Jose Canseco. Yeah. They were the guys on the Oakland A's at the time. I never watched baseball, but I knew that was trendy. You knew it was because that was the ones that were most talked about. Yeah, everybody was talking about them, so I bought those. So I bought the Star Wars action figures, and I have no idea where they are. Of course, I unboxed them anyway. But imagine the people from 84 who who knew at that point not to open those. That's It's amazing. So I would think that those still have more value than like the ones they put out in the last couple of years, right? Even yeah. though they might, because like the, the ones they put out in the last couple of years, they tried to make look like the ones from the eighties. They they do, but you can just te- they're they're way better toys than the eighties toys were. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, and most of the eighties ones, if you still have them, they're, they're held together by their little arms and stuff are held together by these little rubber bands. So most Ooh. of those rubber bands from the seventies and eighties, like they're like if you move those posable figures, they they break. Really? So, what if anybody has the original stuff? I'm sure there there's people around here that have that. That'd be pretty cool. I wonder what they're worth, like if you found a Return of the Jedi, like the Luke Skywalker guy. If it was still in a package and they're, and it was nice, they're, they're probably worth a lot. I seem to remember having like an action figure of Jabba the Hutt. Like it was this big green blob looking thing, but, and maybe it's tail moved or something like that. And then that. you had like a trap door where you could, where you could, um, like keep prisoners was that with that same toy i think so i'm gonna have to look that up it's wild though how i start reflecting and all of a sudden i picture these things from my childhood may the fourth is today grasshopper star wars day young jedi suckers Mm. (laughs) what Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go and check out today's podcast you'll hear all about star wars day may the fourth be with you We talk about the old memorabilia we had as kids. Uh, We give you little-known facts about Star Wars today. How Brandon was a poser at the beginning Mm. of his life with Star Wars figures. (laughs) That is true. There is something to that. We also play a game of Star Wars trivia where Kelly, who uh, feels like she knows everything about Star Wars, she played a game, and quite frankly, I don't want to spoil it, but she lost. Okay. Y'all she should go back and lost. see if you know all of the answers. Lost it. You're trying to be like Jim Carrey. And Loser. Like <laughs> Plus, there's a country music star headed to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Taylor Swift might have a new boyfriend. Kevin Costner. There's some drama on the set of Yellowstone, of which Kelly spread some rumors. <laughs> I did not. I'm just telling you what is alleged. (laughs) It's pretty, that's a messy one. If that's legit, that's messy. And Kelly's preparing to go speak to the graduating class at her alma mater. And she's looking for uh, for advice. Uh, That's on the podcast today as well. All you have to do is search Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly, wherever you get podcasts. And Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? There's a lot of talk about this. It's the series premiere of Bumpkiss on Peacock. It's a Pete Davidson sitcom, so it's his next big thing. Uh, It's going to star Edie Falco as his mom and Joe Pesci as his grandfather. Dang, that kind of sounds interesting to me. Uh, The finale of Animal Control and Call Me Cat. Celebrity Prank Wars is going to be Ludacris versus Lil John. That's (laughs) going to be be Ludacris. Uh, tonight's schedule okay. also includes Walker, Station 19, Law and Order, Grey's Anatomy, So Help Me Todd, Law and Order, SVU, S. 
CSI Vegas, and Law and Order Organized Crime. And just remember, there's not going to be a lot of late talk, late night talk shows because that rider strike is going on. Oh yeah. So you're going to see repeats until all of that that goes away, which they're saying it could be a minute. Yeah, and a lot of the ride, a lot of the shows are paying people for two weeks, like they're going to do two weeks of pay during the strike. And I think uh, Jimmy Fallon's doing three weeks. Oh, like all riders right, get Jimmy. paid for three weeks. So anyway, hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Arkansas's Morning Show.